So welcome everybody to the Archangel Michael Angelic Transmission. These are the global transmissions from Archangel Michael. And today is, once again, another special gathering uh, where we're creating a circle of light, uniting our light um, around the country and around the world. Uh, and today is a special day in, in accordance to uh, natural time or the natural rhythms of the, the earth and the cosmos. And um, we are finding ourselves here today on the exact day. It's not the exact time because the exact time was earlier this morning, but on the exact day of the vernal equinox for those of us in the northern hemisphere, which is the same as the spring equinox for those of us in the summer, in the northern hemisphere. For any of you who may be calling in from the southern hemisphere or listening to this once it's been podcasted, um, then you're celebrating also equinox, uh, equinox everywhere in the world today, um, but you're celebrating the fall equinox for those of you who are in the southern hemisphere. So thank you so much for joining in. And the equinox is, um, the, literally the word means equal night, equal night, equinox, equal night, and equal day. Uh, so it's the time of balance. It's the time of harmony. Uh, it's the time when the 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 the, the the day and the night are in balance with each other. And uh, it's, of course, uh, for those of us experiencing the spring equinox here in the Northern Hemisphere, it is a time of major uh, renewal and uh, rebirth. In fact, many of the ancient peoples... Um, there were, there were still some cultures that, uh, that saw the spring equinox as such a time of new beginning that it was the beginning of their calendar system. So most of the uh, ancient people saw this, the winter solstice um, at, as the time of the beginning of their, their, their calendar system if they were running on a, on a solar calendar system um, and look at the time of the solar new year. But some also um, celebrate like the new year around the time of the lunar new year in some calendar systems are based on the lunar system, but then others saw the spring equinox. So we're now kind of through all the time periods, all the different celebrations of bringing in the new, right? Shifting out of the old and bringing in the new. And so here we are at this kind of apex. I always see the spring equinox as a time where the spring energies are reaching their peak um, because spring tide, actually, the spring energies started to come in already um, at the time of bulk, which was the halfway point between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. Those energies actually start to shift around those halfway points and the, the new energy starts to come in the spring energy starts to come in around that time so here we are now where the the, the energy of spring will be peaking and it is peaking and will be uh, springing forth all kinds of uh, energy for new life to come forth so it's a very very wonderful time I personally love it so much that um, it's to, to the spring equinox is also my cosmological astronomical birthday so uh, I was born on the spring equinox um, so I'm a spring equinox baby uh, my tech Technical uh, Gregorian calendar birthday is March 21st, but it was spring equinox the day that that March 21st took place, the year that I was born. So uh, here I am at the uh, celebration of my my birth. Um, so that's how much I like it is that I did, that, that I took birth at this time period, and um, and it's such a, a just wonderful, exciting time for all of us uh, coming out of the long winters. The last time we did one of these. 
global transmissions um, was uh, the winter solstice. So it's been a while. Um, it's been an entire three-month season, entire full season uh, since I've done it. I actually wasn't planning. I didn't know how long of a break I would take, uh, how long of a, uh, of a um, kind of a, a rest or whatever from from, t from doing it the, that I would do. But uh, it turns out that it's been this entire time. I've been in a very long uh, in, in, in very deep uh, period of inner reflection and healing. Um, and uh, it's been just a, a time period for me to really just focus focus on deep healing uh, for myself. And um, the last one on the winter solstice, the last transmission, the global transmission, was uh, the seventh one out of a series of seven that was completed. So it felt like it was completed and it, there needed to be uh, some time before, some time of integration before a new series began. Um, but then uh, Archangel Michael's been wanting to do for years now, in fact it was in um, 2010, 2009-2010, that time period when I started these global transmissions and they were exclusively on the winter solstices, the summer solstices, the spring and fall equinoxes. Um, they were exclusively on those times of the year and really not any other times of the year unless something special was happening. Um, and now he's requested them uh, both last year and this year uh, to be monthly. Um, so he's requested uh, in my meditations and in my personal communications that I receive as a modern mystic where I'm in a deep uh, communion experience where I receive these, um, you know, guided instructions and um, deep, deep, profound messages from Archangel Michael. Uh, he, he's been guiding me to do another series of seven this year. So those of you who are on this call, um, you're signed up, whether you can attend or not. Nobody has to uh, participate in every single one of them live. I realize that each one will have different uh, particip particip participation happening. Um, but I do thank you for participating live because there is something special. Even though each one of them is being recorded and each one of those recordings is going to be shared uh, as a podcast on my um, Celestial Voice podcast page on my website. Um, so when you go to um, AnnaJonesOnline.com, actually you can click on podcast, you'll see the Celestial Voice podcast, and you'll see all of the recordings there podcasted from the last season. So um, if in and all of them still apply. Like every the teachings in these things are these 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 sessions are um, some some things are very much timely for the moment, but there's also universal teachings that are within them that I find being true universal wisdom that will always apply. So they're all up there and also you can, um, if you haven't done so already, you can, if you're on iTunes or you use iTunes, uh, which I know a lot of people do, you can go to the podcast section of iTunes and you can sub sub subscribe to the free podcast there as well. So it'll download into your, uh, um, your iTunes account and iTunes will even notify you once these messages have been put up as recordings. So as podcast recordings. Um, it usually takes a few days uh, for us to, I, I literally have to go through the messages and I have to um, meditate on basically what the theme is so that I can give it some kind of title because I can't put the podcast up without some kind of title. And it's not my theme, it's really the theme of what Archangel Michael chooses to talk about in these messages. Um, and so I usually go through, listen to the recordings again, sometimes more than once and have to um, you know, th think of a title based on his theme and also description uh, based on what it is that he's describing to all of us. 
So uh, it takes a few days and then I have to get it to my assistant and he has to uh, process the recordings, etc. before we release it as a podcast. But um, you all will receive, everybody registered is not only, you're not only registered for the whole series of seven monthly um, uh, global transmissions that are going to be happening live on these teleconference calls, but you're also registered to receive notification of when those podcasts are up and ready. So you will be emailed to receive those uh, those podcasts, which will also be fully uh, downloadable. So I've been guided to um, make them uh, fully accessible to the public. So um, yeah, so even though this that's all happening and that's all going to be available and those podcasts are going to be coming out, I thank you all for participating in the live because there is something special about them. Like I was saying, first of all, um, I've been asking him for a, a while now, all of, all of last year during that series, why he's chosen the 20th. The only information that he's giving, but it's, but it's enough. I mean, it's profound enough as to why he's chosen to do these on the 20th of every month is that's because when, that's when the sun actually moves into a, a different, um, different zodiac sign. It actually moves into a different part of the zodiac. And of course, uh, in Western astrology, which is the tropical astrology that many here in the United States go by. Um, in Western astrology, the sun uh, today moved into uh, the, the zodiac sign of Aries. Uh, so there's um, there's every 20th of every month, the sun trans- transits itself, transitions itself uh, into a new astrological sign. And so we're honoring that, that shift, and there's a shift of energy that takes place by participating in these transmissions live, receiving, I believe, more of the um, the light activation, the energy work that he does, although I believe those come through the recordings as well, right? So we get the wisdom from the recordings. Um, we get, I think, I've had clients definitely tell me that they feel that they're, they're, that they're receiving some of the energy work and light transmissions from him during listening to the recordings, but it's so much so more so, especially for me and many other people report just really feeling the energy work that Archangel Michael's doing on the planet, that Archangel Michael's doing on each one of us, because that's why I call them transmissions, right? So um, I am um, not the one that obviously I'm just the instrument. I'm just the I'm just the instrument uh, for which it to come through. And this is part of uh, one of the many services that I perform uh, in my work as an interfaith minister and as a clairvoyant medium. So this is um, just the work that that I do and the service that I perform to allow myself to be the instrument and um, the the transmission is just coming through my voice. Only the vocal part uh, of it, however, is coming through me. Um, he's sending directly uh, a full energy transmission, which is where the light activation part of this evening comes in. He's uh, at this time as it's live happening, right? So as it's live, as it's happening, he's sending a full energy transmission to the earth and to all beings on the earth because Archangel Michael literally works with everyone. It's not an exclusive thing, even though he has very deep personal bonds and personal relationships that he also makes. It's also an all-inclusive. He works with all humanity, all of the earth, all beings even, not just humankind. Um, So he's sending a transmission to all of the earth, to all beings, and to all people. And there's a lot of energy um, that, that is going to each and every 
every person that is participating live. Um, and that energy you will feel. And if, I think if you go deep enough into meditation, you can definitely get some of it if you're listening to it through the recording. Um, so, you know, definitely participate in the meditation that I'm going to be leading you in because um, I'm going to guide you all this evening. Um, I've been doing this work for many decades now and um, uh, actually 40 years ago started uh, doing laying on of hands healing. Um, it just uh, dawned on me that it's been, it'll be 40 years now. Uh, this year will be my 40, 40 year anniversary. That anniversary is actually coming up very soon of um, when I began doing uh, spiritual healing work, uh, what now I call energy healing work. And I didn't really have those terminologies back then, but I knew it was spiritual healing work um, and began doing laying on of hands healing. And it's during that time period that I started getting messages from the angels from other for other people uh, it was long into my childhood as long as I can as long as I can remember as far as personal messages that I was receiving and personal communications that I was having that my great-grandmother who raised me encouraged me to you know believe and, and, and explore in those in those uh, experiences I was having personally but it was during this this time period at the age of 14 that I um, that I was uh, going deeply into um, the experience of um, being able to be the instrument for healing energy, spiritual spiritual healing to come through me, and also um, being able to receive messages from the angels at that point in time uh, to deliver to people. But when it first began, when these messages uh, first began, to it was just like uh, with individuals and with a very small, small group of us that were all part of. A, a, a charismatic uh, Catholic youth group that I was a part of at the time, and um, and it began to uh, just be very small, short, you know, words, sentences, phrases, etc. Nothing like you hear today. Um, so uh, it's evolved, obviously, over the last forty years. Uh, these messages that I've received and the work that the angels have have guided me to, and the, the process that they've given me. So I'll be guiding you through a process that the angels have given me, and the. the the instructions um, that I give everybody are the instructions that they've given me uh, as well and the instructions that they've given me for leading and facilitating this to even make this sacred correspondence uh, a possibility um, and to, to make it uh, you know a, a real and palpable and tangible uh, energetic connection for everyone uh, involved so the instructions and the the process that I lead us through uh, is very important and it's not for me it's 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 definitely given to me and given for the benefit of all of us um, including part of that instruction is to ask questions in the beginning. So as the angels uh, guided me to evolve this work into what it is today over the decades, um, they, gave, they, they gave me uh, decade, years and years ago um, the, the instruction, these specific instructions to make sure that I always approach with questions, uh, to, uh, that the questions are very important. They serve as like keys for uh, opening the doors into uh, what we are ready to know, what we are 
seeking to know, um, you know, where what our will is, even, uh, you know, that, that even the the teaching, the sacred teaching that we all hear in regards to, you know, like step one as to how you communicate with angels, you know, regardless of whose book or whose class or whose training that you take. And I, I also teach about communicating with angels um, and have some classes up on the store page of my website about that. Um, but if you if you look at anything, step one, everybody always says, ask your angels, right? So, you know, have have you asked your angels? You know, the, 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 this is very important is to ask them. Um, ask them for their help. Ask them for their guidance. If you want specific things, ask for specific help and guidance. If you want specific insight, um, you know, if, if you want specific support, ask specific questions. And so they've guided me to always proceed. Step one, first, first thing before we even get into the, the more formal process for invocation, um, first thing to, to put forward questions. And um, so the questions, uh, if, if, if I were in a small group, I could maybe, um, you know, have everybody ask questions, but these global transmissions, I guess I open them up to the public. Um, they usually get anywhere from, you know, 200 to 600, and sometimes even, and I think there's been one that where there was even more uh, participating. I think there was over 400 participating um, last time. Or might, I don't remember exactly what the number was, but there's definitely over 300 registered for tonight's call, just for tonight, uh, for tonight's call. So, um, yeah, so there's a lot of people. There's not the possibility to open up questions from all of you. Uh, so what I've done is I've sat down and I've you know, meditated, even discussed with uh, my husband, Philip, uh, about uh, what some good questions would be to put forth. And again, they're questions for everyone, uh, that the answer to them would somehow benefit us all. And it's not a lot of questions, but just, again, the instruction from them is to, um, proceed always, uh, you know, always approach them, uh, with, with questions and then begin to, uh, use the, uh, invocation process, which I'll be leading us all through formally and asking you all to participate in, not just listen, but participate in, um, you're not just listeners. And if you really want to receive the full transmission, right? You can hear the auditory part of the message as a listener, but if you really want to receive the full energy transmission that Archangel Michael has to give you personally, that's not just coming from me, but again, that he's sending directly to you through this transmission. Um, and some of it's coming through the words, obviously, but some of it's coming directly through energy. Then, um, it, then, then you're a participant, you know, you're, you're needing to, uh, participate in this, uh, as I will guide us through that invocation, participate in the invocation, all the steps of it. Um, there's praising, thanking, asking, receiving, and then we'll return back to praising at the very end. So participate in all those steps of it. And that includes in that receiving stage, um, being able to just r relax the best thing to do to get the most out of this transmission, receive all that you're meant to receive from it is to, it, when we get to that point where we're receiving from Archangel Michael to just follow his instructions instruction, just receive, like just sit back, relax. You know, the podcast will be coming out. The recording will be uh, released. You can take notes from that. You can take notes right afterwards. His instruction is during the time the transmission is, is, is fully coming through. Um, and we're in that receiving stage just to be in a meditative listening 
receptive state, right? Just a deep meditative listening state, a meditative receptive state, and allow yourself just to open and receive. Um, and the more you can do that, you can even feel many clients have, uh, clients and participants have reported to me really feeling strong, palpable presence of Archangel Michael, um, either with them or, you know, through what's coming through, etc. Um, and the blessing of that uh, in, in their lives. I mean, it's a true blessing for me and my life. The relationship that I have uh, with Archangel Michael is very sacred, very special, and a, and, a, and a great blessing that I'm always in awe of. And I'm always in awe of um, where he um, wants to go with these transmissions, the incredible wisdom that he brings through, and the uh, elevating, uh, healing, transformational uh, energies that he that he brings through with it. So. Um, yeah, that, that, the, the, I, I highly encourage you to just um, be in that uh, open receptive state so that you can receive from him because it's just a very, very special archangel. He's, he's so much more than a protector. We all know Archangel Michael as being... Um, I think he's most famous, most well known for being the Archangel of Protection, um, and and he's most commonly known these days um, by the artwork that depicts him uh, as a spiritual warrior. Um, however, long before artwork depicted him as a spiritual warrior, the uh, farther you go back into the depictions of Archangel Michael, you get into those that understood other parts of his nature, that he is um, a master healer, is one of the archangels of healing, and um, he's a great leader. In fact, he's the leader of all of the other archangels. And um, according to, again, mystical experiences and mystical messages and communications I've received as to why that is, um, they honor him because there's something of themselves they all can see in him, and they follow his lead and guidance because there's something of each one of them themselves that is empowered in him. Um, so that is always an amazing thing also about uh, his gifts and his abilities. And um, so in, in addition to being the archangel of pr protection, he's, the, he's one of the archangels of healing. Uh, he's the leader, archangel of leadership and the, uh, the leader of all of the archangels and according to um, you know which person in angelology uh, you know which which author you're reading etc uh, there's even some authors that say he is the leader of all of the angels so there's uh, differences of opinion on that but uh, that is also something that you can see and find out out there about him but he's also a master teacher and that's very much uh, he plays all these roles by the way in these transmissions <laughs> uh, he relates to us he connects with us he sends this energy, these transmissions, these light activations to us and to the earth in all these roles. Um, but then he also does some profound teaching um, in these messages. And there's always something that I find that is very, very even unique, um, even though it may be something that's you know been talked about before, or discussed millions of times before, some unique perspective or some unique uh, pearl of wisdom that he puts in there. Uh, in the teaching. So he's uh, this um, amazing master teacher. And the teachings can be um, 
more uh, more for us to integrate. It can actually take time for us to integrate. Another reason for doing the podcast and getting the messages out there through the recordings is so that they can be listened to again and again. There's usually something in there that's, like I said, it's universal. It's not just for you know the spring of 2021. It's 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 for always. It's for good, like our whole entire spiritual evolution that we are making. That he sometimes reveals these things. So um, we want to you know, uh, take advantage of the recordings that they're there and take time to integrate uh, the, the, the wisdom that he does impart and the wisdom that he shares. And for those of you who want to go deeper, you feel a connection to Archangel Michael, you feel a connection to these messages, you feel that there's like profound things within them that could really help you to learn more about and to, um, you know, go deeper and in integrating into your life and integrating that knowledge and wisdom into your life. I do offer and will be offering again um, starting next month uh, a, a series called Archangel Michael Study Group and Meditation Circle um, and that is uh, to go along with these transmissions but it's also separate from. What happens is um, each one of these free tra- global transmissions that we're all going to get together on the 20th of the month and do for free and that'll be podcast for free uh, will then be uh, taken and I'll take it into a more group and class type of format for going deeper um, in into the message. So the message that comes through tonight will be um, the first uh, message that we're going to study in the first Archangel Michael study group um, and meditation circle series that's starting up. Uh, And that's going to be on uh, starting in April, April 13th, and it'll be on the second Tuesday of every month. So in each one of those, we're going to study the message that comes through on the 20th. So on April 13th, we're going to start the study group and we'll study the message from tonight. Actually, those of you who sign up for that. It'll be a class. There is a fee involved for the class um, because of all the work that goes involved. It's a webinar. It's going to be held on, on Zoom uh, through my professional um, my professional page that I have there on Zoom, my professional account that I use for the webinar services. Um, and we're, we can go much deeper in, in depth. And I, I also will lead a meditation uh, separate from what um, it'll actually be based on anything he talks about tonight. <laughs> So uh, anything he talks about tonight, I'll try to like create a meditation um, and lead that in that study group and meditation circle. And then it'll, it'll, we'll get a new message for those of you participating in the global transmission. We'll all get back together again on the 20th. A new message will come through. And then those who want to be in the study group can participate the next month on the second Tuesday in studying that message. So um, the 20th every month, a new message for everybody. And on the second Tuesday of every month, for those who feel called to join in, there's going to be the study of that message. So the study and the meditation upon the what's in that message. So that's how profound. Um, and I've been doing these study groups also for several years now through these series of messages and things that have come through. This is just a new format for doing them. Uh, format is same, same format I used last year is the format we're using this year. Um, and this series of, of seven is going to go all the way through to the fall equinox. So included um, on the 20th of every month, uh, starting tonight, it, there's actually going to be, um, you know, in, in this series, there'll be the transmission for the summer solstice, which will be on June 20th. 
20th, and that's the actual day of the summer solstice. And then there'll also be um, the final uh, final one in this series will be um, on the September 20th, which is uh, just within the window uh, right before the, uh, the the time of the fall equinox. So it's like right on that precipice that, that, that before the fall equinox. Um, and every solstice and equinox, I did want to explain this real quickly, is a three-day ener- period of peak energy. Um, and so we're in this peak energy right now where um, today is the second day, the midday, right? So the day of, so the day of, so the day before, the day of, and the day after. Um, any solstice or equinox is when we feel the energies. It's like a window. Same thing for the, the, the new moon, same thing for the full moon. Uh, there, there's always this three-day period, the day before, the day of, and the day after. Um, so we're in that time period right now. Um, so that's everything that's happening. Um, so let me get into the questions um, that I wanted to put forward. Uh, last time, Archangel Michael um, came through, like I said, it was the winter solstice and uh, he gave quite a elaborate um, meditation breathing process uh, that he wanted to be done it, it was at the same time as the Saturn Jupiter conjunction the great conjunction that took place at the time of the winter solstice so he gave that for that time period and so I was wondering if there's anything one of the things I'd like to ask him is is there anything that we should be doing right now right so is there any um, prayer or meditation or ritual or ceremony that he would suggest or that he would recommend uh, that we do um, not just uh, this weekend as we're in this three-day period of the equinox um, but uh, the spring you know as, as we want to kind of move forward uh, into um, the, the 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 dreams the goals the things that he that that we want to create because he also talked about last time of really focusing in on the world we wanted to create and of um, visualizing uh, and focusing on the intention of uh, healing and wholeness, right? So healing and wholeness, uh, renewal, rebirth, all those things were a, a theme last time. It uh, very much seems like it could easily be a theme for the spring equinox. So maybe it has like a part two. Uh, I, I question that. I put that out as a question. Is there? Is, is this still his theme? Is he still, you know, wanting to speak more about that? If so, please, you know, feel free to, to do so. Um, he gave a very uh, beautiful um, kind of step-by-step instruction that um, I'd like to see if he have it has any follow-up on it. Uh, so one of my questions is, you know, does he want to elaborate on this? So here was the instruction. Um, he said to uh, set our intentions for healing and wholeness, and then he said, visualize yourselves healed and whole. Visualize humanity healed and whole. Visualize the earth healed and whole. And all of you, all beings, visualize you all in a state of being healed and whole. And then once we saw it, so once we visualized all of that, he wanted us to focus on feeling what it felt like, right? And um, so I... I've been doing this, um, and this is uh, something that um, I've been visualizing a lot, you know, visualizing a lot of healing, visualizing restoring wholeness, um, and uh, just wondered if there is anything 
an update to that, anything he wants to elaborate, build upon, uh, still feels to me like we're needing to do that. Um, you know, I know we're going into um, a stage, a different stage now of the pandemic and experiencing all that we've been experiencing uh, both in our country as well as in our world, uh, in our personal lives, um, you know, through this pandemic. We're going into another stage now. I know we all have hope that it, that we're coming into the final stage of it. Um, and I would love for any kind of sharing that he would want to do on that. But it felt to me and it feels to me now as I looked back through um, the, uh, the actual written transcripts because uh, those who participate in the study group get those written transcripts of the message. Um, when I look back at the written transcript from the solstice, um, it just felt like, okay, this is still this is still ongoing. This is still going on. We've made, we, you know, it feels like we've made progress. The other thing he was talking about, both in November and December of last year, was a dark night of the soul that we needed to go through and then emerging, right? Then, then there would be an emergence. So I'm just wanting to ask him, where are we at in that process, are we in the are we in the emergence? Um, is there anything further we need to visualize? Is there anything further that we need to uh, add into our prayers on the spiritual level? Um, it, it's also struck me that the entire last year of my life, uh, that the entire fifth third year, I've been in some type of you know some semi you know quarantine uh, experience. Um, you know, so that really struck me. <laughs> uh, that and. Uh, it's probably striking all of us as we've reached the the year long uh, of this pandemic. So it just feels like um, there's major shifts happening, and um, also just really like to have him like if 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 we truly are going into and as we are truly going into the post pandemic world and co creating that like co creating the post pandemic world, you know if there's anything he wants us to visualize about what that looks like or what he um, you know has suggestions for us as to you know what what that healed and hold state is like and anything positive that he wants to share with us that may be coming out of all of this for us etc so those are some of my questions as well um and then each one of these, every equinox, every solstice, uh, just kind of an energy update. Like, you know, where are we in the um, the bigger picture of things, right? So there's kind of the stuff that we're dealing with in our day-to-day -day lives uh, on a personal level and on a, a national and global level. But then there's the planetary level um, that he's always been speaking about, right? So he began these messages um, by really trying to, you know, speak about, you know, a, a great shift of the ages that we are all co-creating, that we're all part and parcel of, and that we're all experiencing. And so I always am welcoming and, and, and asking him if there's any update that he wants to speak to us about that. And there's always new energies coming in. Always, 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 always. Um, and we're always going through changes and transformations. And so if there's any Thing that he could describe to us. This is going to be another one of my questions about um, these new energies. If there's, you know, changes, transformations, if there's anything that can help us, you know, through that, uh, just anything really that he wants us to know. And of course, I always.
always put out there in the prayer that, you know, whatever is for our highest good, right? It's like really just, we want to just open up to give Archangel Michael, because he might decide to answer none of these questions. <laughs> That's the point. I just put them out there and release them, right? Just like I'm completely like putting them out there and releasing them. Um, and he can choose to answer one or more or all, um, or he could choose to answer none of them. Uh, that's completely uh, his choice. I really don't have anything to do with it. I have, you know, no no control over that whatsoever. So I just put them out there, release them, and then we also ask whatever it is that's for the highest good. And because of that, asking in the high, in the prayer for whatever's for the highest good, he may go in a completely different direction entirely. Um, sometimes he has an agenda that he wants to of things that he wants to cover and he wants to discuss that I have no clue and no idea about. <laughs> I, I, I very, very, very rarely get any insight as to anything that he's going to share in advance of any of this. So um, I'm hearing it at the same time you're hearing it. Uh, I'm going to be in a deep trance uh, meditative state. So once I take us through this prayer process, I'm going to lead you in. I'm going to be in a deep trance meditative state as I'm a deep trance channel. And um, I'll be hearing it at the same time you're hearing it. I'll, once he's finished speaking, um, I'll bring us up out of the meditation. Um, I'll bring us up out of the meditation at the end by having us do a prayer of gratitude very quickly at the end and also returning us back to praise, completing the process that they gave me. I'm going to explain those processes and guide you through each step of the way. Um, and then we're going to move into another part of the session. Um, and this is the same process. I, it just it just alters slightly whether I'm doing one-on-one -on -one sessions, right? So if I'm doing private one-on-one -on -one sessions, they're your questions, obviously. They're your angels. Maybe may Archangel Michael or not. They're your angels that come through. Um, and uh, it just alters slightly how I do guide a person through this process. And the, the process changes just ever so slightly. But um, it is, uh, you know, I do do private session work. You can find out a lot more information about me. I don't have time to go uh, more deeply into myself and all the services and things, private sessions that I offer um, uh, up on my website, AnnaJonesOnline.com. Um, you also can find on there, if you're finding yourself really, um, you know, appreciating, valuing this work, you also can find the, the donation link on this page for uh, providing any donations to help support uh, the time and the energy, the resources, um, including the, the financial uh, expenses that go into to um, creating these events and also the um, the podcasts and everything that has to be done. So um, yeah, so all that's up there on the website. I think I made all the announcements I wanted to make. I think we're ready. Um, I asked all the questions. If you um, join the Archangel Michael study group, for those of you who are interested in that, um, those who are in the Archangel Michael study group do have the opportunity to submit questions. So um, you can email those in the study group, uh, can email and submit questions. That makes it a little bit smaller group for me to get some questions for every month. Uh, so that's a, another perk and benefit of being in the group of the study group. Okay, I think we're ready to go now into the... Yep, we're ready to go into the transmission itself, the guided process. So there's um, there's there's five steps to this process that in, encompasses four four parts done in five steps, basically: um, praising, asking, thanking, receiving, 
and then the fifth step is to return to praise again but I also put in a little gratitude but uh, but back to praise again and so praise is an expression of love it's it's not an ego boosting or an ego stroking and it's it and it's an expressing our love to the divine and we're going to use the process that the angels gave me for praise there's a lot of different ways to praise there's not just one um, as an air faith minister I know so many different ways of praising right because I work with people of all different faiths and backgrounds um, so there's a lot of different ways of praising but when the when I ask specifically the angels like is there a specific way to you know that that that, that, that for this um, you know this, these transmissions and these communications to take place uh, is there a specific way that you recommend that we praise and they gave me these Hebrew names to um, literally when I'm in the group sessions with you all like the global transmissions to do them out loud when I'm in private session I do them silently I do them personally and I do them silently Um, so praising um, with the uh, chanting um, singing the um, these Hebrew names for God which the angels are in constant state of praise one of their constant states of existence is to be in continuous prayer continuous praise and um, this is one of the many many names for God uh, actually more than one name is in this chant um, but these are some of the many many names for God uh, that they use n- not just these ones right uh, and in all languages including the language of light um, is what they tell me but they've chosen these Hebrew ones for me to do in this process and to guide you all through um, and so the praise chant and the divine names in Hebrew that we're going to be using for that praise chant is um, Adonai Elohim uh, well first of all we're going to do Mikael, 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 um, which remember when we're invoking Michael's name we're not just invoking Archangel Michael but we're invoking um, he who is like unto God the energy, the qualities, the, the traits the presence which is like unto God, uh, that's what the name Michael means and then there's many different pronunciations of Michael uh, and so Mikael is one of the pronunciations of it, right, so um, and El is one of the ancient Hebrew names for God, so Mikael is we're calling upon not just Archangel Michael, we're invoking him, yes, but when we when we chant Mikael, 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 we're also invoking the presence, the power, the being, you know, the the energy that of that which is like unto God, of that which is like God or that which is like unto God, depending upon which translation you read of the name. So that's what the name Michael actually translates as. So Mikael, 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 Adonai. Elohim, two Hebrew names for God, so Adonai and Elohim. Adonai, again, and then Eloheinu, so another Hebrew name for God. And then Mikael, 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 again. Um, and so we do this and we sing it, we sing it out loud or silently. And again, please participate, you know, uh, you know the, being a participant, this is what's highly, highly recommended. This is the process that the angels gave that would bring the highest good for all and, and the highest experience for all is to participate so again either silently repeating as I'm going to be chanting it out loud or you can nobody is, can hear you everybody's muted you can also uh, chant it out loud um, as we go along through it it's also purifying there's all kinds of wonderful things that uh, this praise part of the uh, making the connection making the communication making the transmission linking that linking it up right uh, where it's kind of like we're linking up during this time period that we're doing this process uh, there's so many beautiful things that that does including being an expression of our love to the divine in whatever relationship we have with the divine so um, we'll do the praise chant 
and I'll guide it and then I'll guide us to go directly from there into the asking so the asking is we'll like literally ask for Archangel Michael to come in we'll ask for the transmission we're going to ask for the any answers and wisdom to be imparted uh, I'll have very specific things that we'll ask him for we'll ask him you know just very specific step-by-step -step things and then after the asking um, is the thanking. So I'll go, I'll guide you into the thanking. And then that's just going to be some uh, prayers of gratitude um, to Archangel Michael, as well as directly to the divine for all of the, the blessings of this and the blessings in our lives. And then I'll go directly from the ask, the thanking, sorry, from the thanking into the receiving. And it's in the receiving that I'm going to have you all just go into a meditative listening state again, and please participate. You'll get the most out of it. Just go into a meditative listening state and allow yourself to receive and I'll go into a meditative trance state and I'm also going into a listening state because I'm hearing what's being said at the same time you're hearing it I'm also seeing feeling all kinds of other experiences that I'm getting but um you know I want you to just relax and receive and that's when um Michael will use my voice to deliver the vocal part of the transmission uh while he's sending all of the other energy that he, and light activation work that he's doing uh with the planet and with um all, all of you so so, um, and then uh, once the receiving part is over, like I said, it's usually pretty obvious. He says goodbye, it goes quiet. Uh, then there's the uh, return back to praise again. So the process is done in four steps, four steps done in five, um, four parts done in five steps. So the fifth step is to return kind of like a circle. Think of it like a clock, like coming back full circle back to praise again. And I'm just going to do Adonai Elohim only at the end, unless I feel called to do something otherwise. Uh, and just very, very short. Won't be as long as what we're going to do here in the beginning. So just Adonai Elohim by itself. Um, and the uh, those are both Hebrew names for the divine. And the Elohim is actually a Hebrew name for the divine. That is that's plural. It translates as plural, meaning it's like um, kind of God everywhere and everything. And the angels say that that also includes them. That they are also part and parcel of the of the Elohim. So. Uh, we'll just do that at, at the end, um, and then as I'll, I'll bring us up all the, out of the meditation after that, and I, as quickly as possible, I'll share anything that stood out to me, um, anything that I might have gotten visuals about. Sometimes there's a little, sometimes there's a lot. Uh, anything that I may have gotten uh, something that I had heard in addition. Sometimes there's entire other auditory part of the message that might come through, um, feelings, etc. I try to share that as quickly as possible, um, and then. I'll unmute everybody and the recordings and I'll end the recordings first and then I'll unmute everybody um, and we'll be finished. We'll be finished uh, and we'll be done for the day. All right. So we are going to now sit back, make ourselves comfortable as we go through this process. I'm going to guide you through. So I want you to just get into a comfortable meditative position. And we're going to close our eyes. And we're going to begin by taking some long, slow, deep breaths in order to center ourselves.
Now I'm going to guide us through the praise chant. Please join in with me silently or out loud. Make So please, all of you, join me in visualizing and calling upon the presence of divine love and divine light. 
and ask that we all be protected and connected in a circle of divine love and light that we are creating around ourselves at this time and that we are creating with each other around the country, around the world, creating a circle of love and light, of safety and protection, of peace and healing, and in visualizing that circle of light that we are all part and parcel of. And then I want you to silently join me in calling out to Archangel Michael in whatever way he feels right to you now. Just call out to him silently. As we call upon Archangel Michael, ask that he be fully present here today. We ask that he use this as an opportunity to connect with us each individually, to connect with our entire circle of light, and to connect with all people, beings, and with the planet. We ask that he send his full light transmission, light activation, all that he has to send us, all that he has to give us. Let it transmit that now. And let he speak to us a message as a part of that. Giving us any guidance and insight that he can. Into the questions that I have asked on all of our behalf. And that he speak to us and give us any guidance and insight that he feels is for our highest good right now. Just let him know that he has our permission to speak freely about whatever it is that he thinks is for our highest good. And to transmit that fully to us all at this time. And then we're going to move into the thanking. And so I want you to first send out a silent prayer of thankfulness, thanking Archangel Michael for all that he is, all of who he is, and all of what he does in our lives, in our world, on all levels and dimensions known and unknown to us. Just offering our thanks and our gratitude. First, Archangel Michael. And then we'll go to the second part of our gratitude prayer. And I want you to send out a silent prayer of gratitude now directly to the divine for the blessing of life, for all of the blessings that are in our lives, blessing of just being alive. Just give thanks and offer gratitude for our many blessings at this time right now in silence.
And then we're going to deepen our breathing. Now we're finished with the praising and the asking and the thanking. We're going to move now into the receiving. So I want you to just deepen your breathing. Let yourself relax into a quiet, meditative, listening state. Opening yourself to receive from Archangel Michael. I'm going to go deeper now into my meditative listening state until the next words will be his message transmission coming through. It is through divine glory, power, and grace that I am given this opportunity to speak to you today in words such as this. And that I come forth at this time with this message of hope. Hope indeed springs eternal. And it is I, the Archangel Michael, that comes forth with this message today. With this message of hope and renewal. The type of hope that springs eternal. I have been communicating for some time through the series of messages that I've been bringing through this channel about the sacred virtues, all that they are, what they really have the power to do, how they are immensely powerful for each one of you to use as instruments for co-creation in your lives and in all that you are meant to bring into the world. I have revealed that they are indeed capable and able to reconcile opposites that the virtues are energies, sacred energies, that have the power to reconcile all opposites. 
all dualities. And there's still so much more to teach about them and to reveal about them. Each one individually. There are so many, it would literally take volumes to speak about the full depth of all of them individually. But I began this message today with this teaching that I am to give you and this transmission that I am providing, an activation of hope that I am providing right now on the planet. But not just any type of hope. The virtue of hope. The virtue of hope. And specifically, the virtue of hope is the hope that forever springs eternal. So what does this mean? Because I choose to activate it in all of you now. This is what I am being asked to do from on high. There has been so much hopelessness. When there is despair, when there is sorrow, when there is grief, when there is disconnection, when there is discord, of which all of you have been indeed going through a dark night of the soul that included so much of this and you are emerging now, yes. You are not fully emerged the full and complete emergence has not yet fully taken place. But you are on the other side and you are emerging. But when there has been so much disconnection, so much disharmony and dissonance, discord from so many things, not just from the pandemic in which you ask about in your questions today, but from so many things that humanity is experiencing. When those emotions, those energies in, are in motion as palpably and powerfully as they've been in your collective energy field, even if you do not feel that you have personally felt them, they are collectively influencing all of you. And when this happens, there is an increase in what feels like helplessness and an increase in what feels like hopelessness. And even those who feel like they do not lose hope 
entirely. They may experience, and this is also quite common, and many of you have experienced this, a waning of it. Where you have not lost hope, but your hope has gone through ebbs and flows. Where there are times where there is more and there are times where there is less. There have been so many varying degrees of this happening. That today I choose to activate and send my light and be the emissary that I am empowered to be to activate the light of the hope that springs eternal within the planet, within all beings and within yourselves, within the heart of each and every one of you. The hope that never ends, the hope that never goes away, the hope that is not depleted, diminished, or taken away by anything or anyone, nor can it ever be. And to teach you all about it. I'm not meant to just activate it and renew it and restore it and inspire it and instill it. I am indeed meant to do all of those things in this message today but to teach you about it as well and to teach you all how to co-create with this virtuous power that has the power to heal and restore wholeness. Because if virtues indeed, as I have said they do, have the power to reconcile opposites, it also means that they have the ability to restore wholeness. To establish wholeness, renew and restore wholeness. I spoke in my last global transmission through this channel about the virtue of trust. And it is also something that I would indeed like to speak more about. But at this stage and where you are at in your journey and in where you are at with the new energies that are coming forth and the shifts that are taking place, it is the hope and co-creating with the hope and it is acting and serving in that eternal hope that springs you forward into where you want to be. Those of us in the angelic realm that know the hope that springs eternal, the hope that is eternal, and that is eternally flowing, unended, without beginning or end, it just always is. We never lose hope. We always understand that there is always hope. But we also understand that human beings don't even 
fully understand this, what hope even really is. What I can tell you is describing it to the best of my ability is this. It has nothing to do with expectation. There's a common confusion of it. Just like you commonly confuse the virtue of patience to mean waiting. But it has absolutely nothing to do with time and it has absolutely nothing in its virtue and its power to do with waiting. You just must use patience when you wait. Because you must use patience when you wait, you equate it with waiting. And many of you have conflated it so much so that you think being patient means to wait. And that is absolutely not what it means. You must use it when you wait, yes. But it, it means something else entirely. The same type of confusion and conflating starts to happen with hope and expectation. Many of what people think that they are having as hope and that they call hope is actually an expectation. Hope is so much more than expectation could ever be. Expectations, not only are they limited, they are the things that set you up for disappointment. Many right now, even if they do not feel hope is lost, even if they do not feel hopeless in their lives or about what's going on, in your world or about progress that really needs to be made. Many right now who still have hope and are holding that hope for others, they're holding on to that hope and they are experiencing it with great expectation. So much so that Many experience it only as expectation. And they're afraid even of hope because they're afraid that those expectations may not be met. They're afraid to hope because if they allow themselves to hope that those expectations will not be met because what they are truly doing is they are having expectations, they are setting expectations, and then they are afraid that those expectations are not going to be met because they have attachments to those expectations. And then when expectation and attachments combine and the expectations are not met in the way in which you are attached to them to be, then being greatly disappointed And sometimes even more than that. Sometimes even beyond disappointment. Sometimes even frustrated. Sometimes even angry. And a whole spectrum of emotions that can be a part of that. 
when expectations combined with attachments fall short. And this dynamic plays out again and again and again and becomes defined as what hope is. But this is not what hope is. Hope has nothing to do with expectation and it definitely, definitely has nothing to do with attachment. If you are practicing the virtue of hope as I guide all of you to live by the virtues, follow the virtues, practice living your lives and living true to the virtues. Because these are the tools of being a co-creator, to co-create. These are tools, these are powers, these are divine instruments given to all of you for all you want to create in your lives and all you want to create in your world. Practice hope. This means letting go of expectations, letting go of attachments, holding hope. Yes, but without attachment to the outcome and the result. Always eternally holding hope without attachment to the outcome and the result. Because it is the attachment to the outcome and the result that creates the expectation and that creates the attachment to those expectations that leads you into that downward spiral and lead you to the place where you are today in your world, where there are literally millions of human beings alive right now who feel either hopeless or feel that their hope is greatly diminished by all of the other emotions and sorrow and sadness and despair that they have felt and experienced. And they don't know how to find that again or where that lives and where that, where that resides. And where it resides, where it lives is the same place all of the other virtues reside and live and stream and flow from, directly from the divine source that lives and resides within you, directly from the divine source that lives and resides within your heart. Not just your emotional heart. The heart of your heart. Your soul, your essence, your spark of who you are. It lives in you. It flows in you. It flows eternally within your soul. Where it always is in existence. In its true form in its whole form where it has the ability to spring forth through you flow through you 
not only filling you with hope, but then also making you an instrument for it to flow out into the world. To be an instrument of hope to others. To be an emissary of hope for others. So what is it? What is hope? Does it mean to always just think only positive thoughts and nothing else and only be allowing yourself to feel only positive emotions and nothing else and pushing down and squelching and pushing away and repressing and suppressing anything that is not what you think is positive? No, that is not what it means. Nor is that a healthy thing to do. I speak about this right now and you are all coming to this point of hope bringing renewal, of hope springing forth eternal and of all that that energy of it can flow forth in and the positive change that it and it alone can bring forth and create. Especially when combined with all of the other virtues to practice and to live by. It brings you positive thoughts, absolutely. It brings you positive feelings and emotions, absolutely. Absolutely. But it is an energy that is a, virtue, a virtuous power for restoring healing and wholeness. regardless of what needs to be healed, regardless of what needs to be brought to wholeness. There is always hope. In some ways, it directly can even represent the power of divine grace. Because wherever divine grace is, and it is everywhere, wherever divine grace is, wherever divine grace exists, Wherever that presence of the divine is, there is hope. There is love. There is grace. And all of the other virtues. Thus, there is hope. And it does not mean being unrealistic. It does not mean ignoring other things that may need to be done and said 
or actions that need to be taken or steps that need to be done. It does not mean being irrational, being hopeful and being in hope and being an emissary for hope does not mean taking irrational steps and thinking irrational behavior. That is not what it means. It means that as you step, as you act, as you do everything that you must do, and this includes emerging, emerging from all that you have been going through, not just with the pandemic, but the pandemic has been a part of what I've been calling the dark night of the soul could also be seen as a great rite of passage. Could also be seen as a healing crisis. There's so many other terms, analogies that could be used, of which the pandemic is a powerful part of. It's just one part of this collective transformation. And there is emergence from every transformation. Everything that's been taking place over the course of the last year especially from the last spring equinox to this spring equinox, especially within that window of time, has transformed you all in ways that you do not even fully know or even see yet. You will not fully see until you are far on the other side into the emergence and beyond, past the emergence looking back in retrospect at how much you've all been transformed, how much your world, how many things have changed and transformed. Don't be afraid of that. Don't be afraid of the changes that it is bringing, this transformation. Instead, have hope. Have hope. Act, serve, do, do everything practical that needs to be done. Listen and follow the guidance that is being given from both spiritual sources and scientific sources, the left brain and the right brain. Science and spirituality, they are two parts of the same whole. If you want wholeness, you cannot leave out a major part of the whole. Whichever side you gravitate towards, 
same thing, whether it be masculine or feminine. Whatever polarities exist, you cannot just say one is good, the other is bad, and ignore a major part of the whole and restore wholeness. Same thing with sciences. There are hard sciences and subtle sciences. All of them are needed and necessary, part of the whole. And in order for hope, to spring eternal and to be one of the virtuous powers to create what you want in your life. For hope to restore and renew wholeness, you must hold hope for all. And it means to hold open your heart and to hold open your heart to possibilities, to all that is possible, because you know all is possible. The hope that springs eternal is based on all possibilities. You live in a reality of infinite potentiality. But you live as part and parcel of a collective, of a whole that you are only part of. And if you want to be hope for someone else, you can't judge each other, condemn each other, hurt each other emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. Because there are so many ways that that can be done. For hope to be the healing power, the restoring power, the wholeness that it can be. You must always have hope in each other and not lose hope in each other. Not become jaded towards each other. Because of your differences. Because you may think different, or feel different, or look different, or act different. And the more jaded you become towards each other, it clouds your clarity. your spiritual sight, your spiritual vision. Jadedness, 
judgmentalness and distrust. I said I would speak also a little bit about trust. Trust is not something that is just earned. There is another type of trust. Earned trust, all of you know and all of you understand. You know what it is. You know that type of trust. Trust that has to be earned. It has to be earned by trustworthy actions and trustworthy words. Someone earning someone's trust and keeping that trust. That is one form of trust. It is one type of trust. But there is another that is equally important. That earned trust is very important. Trust is a virtue. If you live by it, you will be trustworthy and you will attract trustworthy people into your life. But there's also another type of trust that must also be practiced when practicing the virtue. And that is the type of trust that we in the angelic realm know goes hand in hand with unconditional love. We call it unconditional trust. And it does not mean that you throw away earned trust or that earned trust is no longer important. No, earned trust is important and must always be a part of trust. But then there's this other aspect that also is equally important and must also be practiced. In fact, it is so much easier to practice it especially with those who have broken your earned trust because you may not be able to right away have hope in trusting them in that earn trust way again. You may feel that you've lost hope in that. And that is when you must focus on what I am teaching about the hope that is forever there, that is eternally there, that does not go away by anything anyone does or doesn't do. Focus on that quality of hope and do not lose hope. Work to rebuild in whatever way, shape, or form 
or even express tell them that they need to work and rebuild with you that trust that has been broken, that earned trust that has been hurt and that is not there. while simultaneously applying unconditional trust, soul to soul. Soul to soul. When you apply unconditional love, you'll understand more of what this means to do so. You can unconditionally love someone, you can unconditionally trust someone's soul. Even while they are working to repair, and even if they don't work to repair, they earn trust. And always have hope in that. Eternal hope holding that door open for it to be healed, for it to be restored to wholeness. Without attachment to how much time it might take or when it might be. Even if someone refuses, if they have broken your earned trust and they refuse to do anything to restore that earned trust, and it has damaged your relationship and torn you apart in some way, shape, or form. And this happens to every person at some point in life, somewhere along the line, whether it be an individual, whether it be something that happens with collective, it could even happen towards humanity, where that happens in regards to how you feel about humanity itself. Even if someone has gone that far and the earned trust is that broken, unconditional trust can still be and be used as the power to heal and create wholeness even though the relationship may never be what it once was. Nothing can be the way that it was in the past. But something new can emerge. This other word I'm using today and repeating again and again is not by accident either. I am intentionally using this word emergence because that is what this time period is right now for all of you. It is an emergence. And in my example that I'm giving, the trust may never be the same way ever again. In that example, the relationship may never be the same way ever again. But through the power of the virtue of trust and the quality of 
that virtue that refers to unconditional trust, the aspect of it that is unconditional, soul to soul. An emergence can still happen where both emerge healed regardless. Doesn't mean that there won't be accountability if accountability is necessary. If accountability is part of what karmically is also needed to repair it, karma and the law of karma will ensure that. But you must restore wholeness in you and wholeness in the whole. The soul has the potential for this because the soul is always whole. It always can restore wholeness, renew, regenerate wholeness because it is always whole. It has the potential to unconditionally love. It has the potential to unconditionally trust. It has the potential to hope eternal. It has that potential and that power because it always is and it is always whole and it can restore everything in you. Emerging into a new wholeness. Emerging into the new form that all of it is meant to take. You are not your body. You are not your mind. You are not your emotions. These things are your tools. They are your vessels. They are your instruments. I cannot say it enough how important and sacred and precious and beautiful they are. But they are not who you are. You are an eternal spirit soul. An eternal spark and part and parcel of the divine through which and in which hope springs eternal. Love loves unconditionally. Trust trusts unconditionally. And wholeness always is and always will be and will always emerge on all levels, physical, mental, and emotional. and through all the material energies that you influence as co-creators. This is who you are. It's who you've always been, it's who you always will be. in a world without end. And a hope without end.
That's the end of the message. Let's just take a moment to say a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the message. And for the Archangel Michael, just thank him. Then we're going to complete the process by completing the circle of the process they gave me back to praise. So we're just going to do the Adonai Elohim just a couple, three, four times here. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. And deep inhale and exhale. And we'll slowly bring ourselves up out of the meditation. So coming up out of it, I'll share a few things. First of all, there are tears in both of my eyes. Um, not just the beauty of this message, but just how personally moved I am by it, and how personally I am moved by the healing that I feel that I received from it. So. Um, sometimes you don't even know you need something restored to wholeness <laughs> or something you don't even know you need something healed um, until you experience it and then it's like oh I really needed that uh, and that's definitely how I feel um, about this message is like oh I really needed that um, so I'm super super grateful I felt an enormous amount of energy streaming through all of us um, and this shift took place. I can't describe it any other way. Um, it's not a very good term, I don't feel, uh, because it's kind of being overused these days. Um, but I felt a shift in me, I felt a shift take place, there was definitely some kind of energetic shift. Almost every time you would use the word emergence, actually. Uh, other times too, but um, there was something about when he would use the word emergence, something about how when, how he would say it, when he would say it, the times he would say it, and then the energy that was delivered with it uh, that I felt was like taking us there, right? So it's like taking us, um, you know, through this emergence, like we're going through it. We're not on the other side of it yet, um, but we are in, in the emergent stage of that. So I could feel that. There wasn't a lot of visuals that went along with the message. I'm trying to think if there was any visuals other than I see a lot of light um, when it's transmitting through it. I see this beautiful uh, luminescent light um, colors sometimes. Different, definitely lots of different colors. I definitely was seeing some of the colors that aren't colors in our spectrum. So that happens a lot when I'm channeling the angels is that not only am I seeing colors that we know within our light spectrum, but I also see colors that are not visible to our naked eye. Um, so definitely was seeing some of those. But I don't think I was getting any other visuals right now. I just feel like there's a lot to process. There's a lot in here. Um, I, I did mention that he w did speak about trust last time, and I asked that and included that into my into my questions. And I feel like he answered most of my questions are answered here some way, shape, or form. 
But um, I forgot to mention that he was actually speaking a lot in that last series about the virtues. Um, so it sounds like he's wanting to continue, at least for now. Uh, I don't know if he's going to continue every month, but um, if you uh, didn't listen to any of that last series, please go uh, to the podcast, um, either again on iTunes. You can look up the Celestial Voice podcast by Anna Jones, um, or you can just go to AnnaJonesOnline.com, click on the podcast page for Celestial Voice and listen to any of them. They're all right there. Um, if you want to listen to them in sequence, you got to go down the list and start at the bottom and move your way up because they're... Um, they're posted on there, uh, most recent first. So uh, you go down and go up. And there were several virtues that he spoke about in the last series. But this is the first time I think I've ever heard, in all of the years I've channeled him, I've, I, I don't think I've ever heard him talk about hope like this, not in the way he just described it to us. Um, this is... Uh, you know, pretty, pretty unique. I've heard him talk about it, obviously, of course, use the word, uh, you know, etc. But there's something pretty unique that uh, he shared with us here today about the virtue of hope. All right, everybody. Um, I'm going to just end the recordings real quickly. And then there's too many people on the call to have any questions or comments, but you're welcome to email me. Um, uh, You can email me off of the AnnaJonesOnline.com website. Uh, You can go to the contact page there and email me, or you can email me at Anna at AnnaJonesOnline.com if you have any comments um, or any questions. If you have personal questions, you want to do a personal reading, um, you know, there's also, that's also available up on the website. Uh, My schedule's booked out about six weeks in advance right now, but... um, yeah, so, and please uh, check out also on the events page, if you go onto the website, the Archangel Michael Study Group. We're going to study this message, and I'll write a, a, a meditation for it. Um, so we're going to study this message on the second Tuesday in April. Um, it'll be uh, a whole class you'll find in the events section of my website, and you can sign up for that if you're interested. If not, then everybody's just going to be um, sent reminder for the 20th of next month for, for, for the free, the free transmission for next month. Okay, I'm on unmu- I'm stopping the recording and I'm unmuting everybody.